All right, Luke, here's some more Christian dad jokes for you. You ready? We'll see. All right. Who was the smallest person in the Bible? Oh, God, I feel like I should know this. Isn't there like a little nursery song? <clears throat> well, yeah. Oh. Well, you're thinking literally. Oh, but this is just, Zacchaeus? Well, that that's, <laughs> that is from the little Bible rhyme thing. But you know, the smallest person in the Bible is Nehemiah. <laughs> All right. All right, that's that's the energy we're starting with today, huh? <laughs> All right, uh, does, I guess uh, give me, yeah, you got to make up for that one. How does Moses one. start his morning? Um, oh man, I don't know. He brews a pot of coffee. <laughs> oh, but <my God. laughs> <laughs> oh, what is that? Oh my god. Okay, one more. <laughs> At what time of day was Adam created? Mm, oh, I can figure this out. <laughs> Come on. Uh, mm, I don't know. <laughs> A little before Eve. <laughs> Eve of what? <laughs> oh, like evening. Okay. <laughs> Last week's were better. Hey, man, I'm just giving well, you what this website is giving well, let's, me. Let's start the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hi neighbors, welcome to another episode of the Praise and Broship podcast where two best friends who are also deconstructed Christians deconstruct praise and worship music as well as other forms of Christian and secular media. As former praise and worship musicians and students of theology, We'll do our best to bring unique, lighthearted, and hopefully insightful conversations to you every week. My name is CJ. I'm in Louisiana, and I'm joined by my best friend Luke over in Florida. Luke, how's Hi. your walk? It's good, man. Uh, I made some more bread today because I have a problem. <laughs> uh, you got to make some bread that, for those those ham samos, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's what we had for dinner tonight because I cured and smoked a ham uh also this weekend uh yeah we uh, we actually went to mayfair which is a yearly um art festival it's around a lake and it was all right i mean there was some cool stuff but nothing that really spoke to any of us and there was some there was a, one guy whose pottery i really liked and i thought oh that's pretty overpriced for what you're getting so i didn't do i didn't get anything so that's other than that coming from you <sighs> Yeah, I know, but <laughs> like he he like I sell my mugs for like twenty to twenty five dollars. His mugs were forty five dollars, and they were like heavy. They were thick. They were not like like things should be. They should weigh how you think that they would weigh whenever you whenever you go to pick it up or lighter, right? Uh, to to show you know real skill in it. And it was just I picked it up and I was like, God, it felt like it was already full of balls. <laughs> I was trying to think of something. Uh, and I, that's what came to me. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, it was just, it looked nice, but it, it was overpriced and I just, maybe, I didn't think that the quality was as good as it could have been for that price. So maybe that's why it even, was overpriced is because he was using so much clay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clay's cheap. So you'd have to use a lot of extra and he, he was. Yeah. So, uh, what about you, man? How's your walk? 
that's good. Nothing to complain about. I, dude, I felt like garbage all day today, and I went and had a uh, shit shower and shave, and I feel, uh, I feel better. But I, I really, I felt like boo boo all day, and uh, just, just showering honestly made me feel just so much better. I don't know yeah. what I don't even know what the problem was. I just kind of felt off today uh, physically. Um, but. <laughs> when we went to Spain last year, and Brittany, if you're listening, you already know what I'm going to be saying. Uh, we it was a I forget how long the flight was, but it was like I want to say 16 hours or something like that. And it was the most uncomfortable airplane seats I've ever been on, and that's saying something considering airplane seats. And we arrived like we left like we it was a we we flew overnight and we ended up arriving at like one o'clock there yeah in the afternoon so like we were both dead ass tired and i had to take a shit (laughs) and we and i I was just grumpy and i was feeling terrible like we had to figure out our uh how to get my phone um cellular data to work so that i could use my phone while over there uh, so it was not a rough, it was, it was not an easy start to the trip. And I was like, I'm going to shit myself. Uh, but <laughs> we eventually were able to, and we were walking around for a while trying to find one because we found this park. And we're like, okay, great, a park. They're definitely going to have bathrooms. We couldn't find any bathrooms. And uh, we ended up Googling it. And apparently there are public toilets, like they, they call them water closets. And this was like a, it's way bigger than a phone booth. It's probably the size of like six phone booths. Uh, and you go into it and it says the door will automatically open in 15 minutes, <laughs> impl- implying like, get, get, get your stuff done and get out. Um, so that's a lot it was of really pressure. Cool. Yeah, it was really cool though. Uh, it was a fun experience and everything was fine. But after I took probably the second biggest shit of my life, uh, <laughs> I I was almost high, man. It, I felt so good. Like, I felt like I had energy. I was enjoying the park now. Like, I don't know what it was that was just me. It was just, there was just some toxicity in me. Yeah, you got to get uh, the poison I, out. Yeah, it was, I was just amazed at how much better I felt. Like, not just not having to poo, but just like I had, I felt like I had just taken a nap and <laughs> got a, a cup pedicure. of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, your, your story made me think about that and anything else? <laughs> no, I just didn't think we were going to exchange shit stories today, but, uh, that's, fine. that's what we usually do when we hang out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> also, I, I don't want to know about it right now, but I would love to know what your top shit of all time is. Maybe we could talk about that next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Part two. Number two. Yeah. CJ, it is your week to bring us the Christian song of of the week. Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we kind of hinted at this last week and we actually followed through with it. So CJ, tell everyone else what song you brought. So if you listen to last week's episode, and if you didn't, please go listen to that episode. That was so much fun. I don't know if it was like... It was the dad jokes. Well, (laughs) it did get us off on... It got the juices flowing for sure. But 
Oh, uh, not uh, too soon, CJ. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm pretty proud of that. That's a good one. But, like, I I wonder, though, seriously, last week's episode, episode, what was it, 38 last week or 39? I think so, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um, Yeah, episode 38. It we hadn't really talked or hung out at all for like, what, a month. like a month. So I think a lot of that just had to do with, uh, we, we had some catch it up to do. So we had to be yeah. a little extra silly, but anyway, yeah. So last week, Luke recited lyrics that I thought were from this song, but he was actually talking about, or no, I thought they were from the other police. way around. Yeah. I thought they were from the police song. And they were actually from this song, so I was like, "Hey, we we have to do those two songs." The lyrics week. are. Pr- I read the lyrics of the police song, and it, they're it's weirdly close. <laughs> like I think the people who wrote the one you're picking took it from the police. They probably yeah, they probably made it you know Christianized it. So yeah, anyway, the song we're gonna do for the Christian song this week is "Every Move I Make," and specifically we're gonna listen to the original songwriters version God, i have not heard this song in so many years and the the original artist is david ruiz so we're gonna listen oh. to every move i make and you guys can do the same all the links to the music are in the show notes always you can pause the uh, podcast we'll play a little sound effect go listen to the song meet us back here and we'll talk to y'all in just a few Welcome back, neighbors. You just listened to Every Move I Make by David Ruiz. Luke, what did you think? That was probably the lowest energy version of that song I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it yeah. was, I've seen it done, it's super high energy. And yeah. this one was just like, every move I make. It's like, Jesus, man, like, I'm supposed to be moving. <laughs> like, why are you going so slow? Uh, yeah, it, it is interesting, and we'll and we'll talk more about the kind of some of the discrepancies that you mentioned uh, when we had the recording pause while we were listening. But um, before we get too deep into the weeds, Luke, what's the word here? Thirty non-repeating words. Thirty. What'd you say? Thirty-one. 31. I wanted I wanted to guess thirty, and I figured the program that you're using is counting in one of the nas. So. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I I just have one, one thing to ask. Like, how are you so fucking good at this, man? Like, <laughs> how close was I? You were three off, thirty four. Ah, uh, I, I knew it was 34. in the thir- I knew it was in the thirties, and I wanted to make the nah joke, so I put it thirty one. <sighs> to- it, it was a good joke and a really good guess, obviously. I'm just so bad at it. I I get I start overthinking. Now I probably would have been pretty close on this one. My my, my joke answer would is was going to be 15, but I knew it was higher than that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. And it's yeah. I didn't even um, write down what the total word count was, but it, it probably really wasn't even that much more because even though the song is what like four and a half minutes long. Yeah. This particular version, uh, it, it's. It only repeats like twice, but because the tempo is so much slower than 
And they the have the instrumental part in the middle hearing. too. Right, yeah. It, it was probably a little more than double. Like uh, maybe maybe 80 if I had to guess, but that's a that's a total guess. Anyway, so yeah, this was the original songwriter version. I kind of wrestled with which version to do because like we talked about when the recording was paused, you know, David Crowder does a version of this. Pretty much any praise and worship artist out there has done a version of this, whether it's been released on a recording or they just done it live. I mean, it's it's been pretty ubiquitous over the last uh, almost 30 years. Fuck. So like I said, this was written by David Ruiz and it was released in 1996. This this song appeared on Wow Worship, the green Wow Worship. This was after they I think they had stopped numbering them at this point and they were just doing like different color covers which uh, Wow Worship Green came out in 2001. And the song is on CC, uh, CCLI's top 100 songs of the 2000s, of the, you know, the aughts. And I, I couldn't find a specific ranking number for it, but it, it's got to be up there. It, it just, it was everywhere when we yeah. were in junior high and high school and even into college. You you mentioned this uh it's interesting that there's essentially no information about David Ruiz as a songwriter that I could find. You know, I could find some of his songwriting credits, which this was the only song that was really recognizable to me. I, I listened through some other ones because, you know, with praise and worship music, a lot of the titles are very similar. So you think yeah. like, oh, yeah, uh, let the river f or what was the one that he did? It was like, let the river flow. But it's not that song that you're thinking of, yeah. you know, it's, it's, uh, and then there's one that's like, let your glory fall. And, uh, there, there's a few different ones that I thought, oh yeah, yeah. I, I know this song. And then when I would kind of listen to a clip of it, I thought, no, actually, I don't know that song. So it's just interesting that you can't really find anything on this guy that, uh, you know, outside of this song, because, even so, this this version of this song does not have a whole lot of listens. The live version uh, on Spotify, the live version of Every Move I Make has 226,000, almost, yeah, 226,000. And uh, the studio version that we actually listen to uh, has uh, 3,200. 3, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's not much at all, which, again, it's just it's just interesting to me that his version is probably one of the least popular ones of other praise and worship artists out there, but and he wrote it. <laughs> yeah. And he wrote it. And it, I do, I do enjoy the slower tempo, but it's only because that's, it's new to me. It's, I'm not used to hearing it or, or even playing it that way. When I played this song in praise and worship bands, like I would make it a point to, you know, make sure that, that the band was playing as fast as we could really play it while still making it, you know, intelligible. And so when you're, when you're pushing that, that BPM boundary, and then you hear this where it's, it's really pulled back a lot and it's, there's a whole lot more, it's more deliberate. And I think musically it's more impactful because of that. But at the same time, like you said, it, definitely is just it drags 
and it and it sounds uninspired in some places, especially when you get to about the halfway mark, you're kind of like, okay, you know, this is a song that should be a couple minutes long, not five minutes long. The um the basic hook, I say hook, the verse, I guess, every move I make, I'm making you it's a one four five four. So uh specifically the chords here are G C D C. Um which that's a praise and worship song. That's the only yeah. chord you really need. But he does mix it up in the chorus a little bit where he'll play a a one, two, three, four, and then a one, two, three, five. And I think that that's really, it's a good choice musically. Nothing revolutionary is going on here, obviously. But if you're, if you're keeping track of the numbers there, it's a one, two, three, four. So it's a walk up. And the second chord is a minor, so it's a second minor, an A minor there, A minor seventh, I think. And then the three chord is also a minor. It's a B, a B minor seven. And then it goes back to the major fourth and then the major fifth the second time through. So it's it just it works because it changes it up just enough to get your ears perked up. Most people aren't going to really pay attention to that, but it's especially in a worship setting, but it's a welcome change to have that walk up there. And I'll say this, I really like the echo and delay and kind of the clap back of the vocals and also the keyboard. The keyboard has like a nice little delay uh, effect on it. And I I like that. But beyond that, (laughs) I don't really have anything (laughs) nice to say. So we can get into... We can get into the uh, nuts and bolts here. So give me give me some of your thoughts on this. Man, there's not really a lot to say. <laughs> no, there's not. Um, Look, this song this this song is the Hey Jude of praise and worship music. It it just <laughs> it, it it keeps going. Now now to to David Rue uh, to his credit, there is a an end point. He actually does end the song. It doesn't just fade out, but it's definitely one of those songs that just there's no real definable ending to it. And so it can just keep, you can just keep going with the na na nas and in a live worship setting, probably the way you're ending this song is on the na na nas and you go acapella with everyone singing and the, the worship leader backing off the microphone to hear all the voices singing the na na nas together, which is funny because that goes to show you that you can have a spiritual, a, a transcendent experience in a, in a uh, a group setting singing a song and you're literally just singing gibberish there there's no yeah. there's no meaning behind na 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 <laughs> you know but it's but it's effective and it makes you feel something and it moves you no pun intended really with with this but it just goes to show that there doesn't have to be like a, a any deep meaningful lyrics to 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 move someone and really, you see that in the actual lyrics of the song as well. Yeah, and I don't. I'm, I'm looking at the lyric. I don't see anything that I would disagree with biblically either. I don't see any bad theology here. You know, especially with my understanding of you know the universal Christ and that Christ is in everything. It's not just. It's not Jesus's last name. Kind of. You know. It's I. Bre- I breathe in you. Like the air mm-hmm. is the incarnation of Christ. The the breath, yeah, the, the logos, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I, and, that's what I was trying to get to. I had a brain fart. For the um, most part, then, I yeah, agree like, with you. Everywhere I look, I see your face. Like, you know, it, it, 
I don't think that that's what a lot of, and that's not how I was singing it back in the day. I, but, but um, I mean, it makes sense to me now. Uh, and I, like I said, I don't have any problem with it. It's just very, it's just kind of juvenile. Yeah, it, it and it is. And honestly, like <laughs> this was Jesus. It is. Oh, I heard that one, dude. It is storming here. I, heard, I hope the uh, recording got that. <laughs> the I when I when I was listening to the song and I get to that every breath I take I breathe in you I love that because from a from a being outside of that subculture now right being ha, coming at this from the outside from from a deconstructed perspective the the aspect of breathing in and breathing is 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 almost divine right you're breathing in the essence of the universe uh, you're breathing in these particles that we can't see or touch right but but they're they're there and they're life sustaining and they're life giving so there it's it's so fun to me to be able to reinterpret these songs and yeah. kind of find a back door into them and still appreciate it even though like you said still the, too the lyrics are the the lyrics are very pedestrian and and juvenile and <laughs> although when you so when sorry go uh, ahead. i was just gonna add to what you were saying before about the breathing is you know it's uh we've uh, we spent a long time but i remember us mentioning one time that you know that the the words and a lot of languages for breath and spirit are the same word yeah you know so that that's kind of a cool i'm actually starting to like the song more than we, <laughs> we talk about not really yeah uh the, the lyrics well, are, the lyrics are actually growing on me but the music and just the song as a whole is not not really a great song <laughs> the 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 chorus the chorus i have a love-hate relationship with deconstructed perspective or not just as a mature person and more discerning now than i was when i was singing it uh or performing it but this aspect of waves of mercy waves of grace when i was reading through the lyrics uh the other day i thought okay he's the the songwriter here is probably talking about waves of mercy waves of grace as in the waves of the ocean right crashing on to you however for me i can now see this as the flow of life right mercy and grace come in waves much like the waves of the ocean they come in and they go out sometimes life is good and and it's easy and it's and you can get a handle on it and then but during those ebbs when those waves have gone away you know those waves of goodness and mercy and grace have have receded uh, those are hard times and and then they're they're eventually going to come back and you have the ultimately you have the hope that those things can return to you but it, it's it's interesting to to view it because look man when i when i we were like let's do this let's do this song let's do the police song i was like man we're just gonna have so much fun and just bash these lyrics and and again they're they're very pedestrian but they don't have to be anything super profound, but I found something that resonated with me with that aspect of the waves of hmm. mercy and the waves of grace. But <laughs> the, uh, the, everywhere I look, I see your face. I, I agree with you. I like it, but I feel like it rings hollow only because of how this chorus ends. Your love has captured me. 
we're going to come back to that because I do want to, I want to talk about that, but, and, uh, oh my God, this love, how can it be that that's the end of the court, which I'm all for not providing answers or closure to a song, but, but this is a praise and worship song. There has to be, you have to be able to wrap this up some way. You have to be able to bring it full circle. You just asked like the heaviest possible question at the very end of your song. And then there's nothing. There's just that's your babbling. closure. Yeah. You know, there, there's just na na nas. It's just a strange choice. <laughs> it's a really weird transition. It, I it's never a strange choice. And it, 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 it's how can it be? No, no. The, yeah, that's, that's like, um, like I feel like, like the he chorus. Did, he didn't know how to answer the question, so he just like, all right, <laughs> here's like, some here's some bullshit. No, 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 no. We'll just do this. We'll just. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. But it really just it comes back to rhyme scheme. I mean, you get to your love has captured me, and it's like, okay, what can I do with me? B. Okay, uh, how can it be? And it's like, it, it's it's bad. It's just. But I will say this about the song. It's a kid's song. It, yeah. It's for kids. When you, If you Google this song, if you Google every move I make song, everything that comes up is kids dancing to this song. Like, it, 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 that's what it is. It's like YouTube has like, I guess they have like certain dance moves for, I don't remember ever oh, doing yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Waves of mercy, waves oh, of Oh, yeah. Grace. I guess I vaguely Everywhere remember that. I, look, I, I see I probably hated face. that even. Yeah. <laughs> even even as an on fire christian I, I hated that um that's probably why i blocked it out so i want to i want to talk about your love has captured me because i love this line this one line so much and the reason why i love it so much is because of my background in studying the hebrew bible you know the the first thing that came to mind is the uses of, the usage of captured there is really uh, uh, great to me. I love this because if you look in the Old Testament, there are, um, I'm not sure off the top of my head, probably around a hundred mentions of the Hebrew root word radaf. Now radaf, the, that root means it's a verbal, it's a verb root. It means something along the lines of to chase after, to follow, to pursue, so, for example, in Exodus chapter 14 and into 15, where the Israelites are escaping from Egypt and Pharaoh gets together his army and they pursue or they chase after the Israelites. That's that root word, radaf. And then in the Psalms, throughout the Psalms, you have the author talking about their enemy pursuing them. They're pursued by, I'm pursued, being pursued by my enemy and I find shelter in the Lord, that type of thing. And then in Psalm 23, which I think a lot of people, even if you're not super familiar with the Bible, would probably know uh, what Psalm 23 says. But in the final verse of Psalm 23, 23, 6, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, right? That's, that's the, uh, that's the common translation. Well, the, the root there is radaf, so shall follow me all the days of my life. But I, because of this use of the enemy pursuing you throughout Exodus, throughout Psalms, and it's in several other places, why is it, you know, goodness and mercy shall follow me? Why, why is it not 
surely goodness and mercy will chase after me, pursue will pursue me, me yeah. all the days of my life. I It's so much more impactful. And so when I read this, you know, your love has captured me, that evokes a sense of of pursuit, right? And even if we're not Christian anymore and we don't, you know, we don't really look at the that last part of verse 6 in Psalm 23, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There's a fascinating contrast between a passive following, because follow just seems like, okay, uh, just walk behind me. It's just right, it's just right back go. there. Uh-huh. It's always yeah, just back there. Uh, versus versus the active the active which is to pursue to chase you know because really from a theological standpoint if we're if we're talking biblically here uh, there is none righteous no not one so goodness and mercy and the loving kindness of God has to pursue you if it's just following you it's gonna fall behind that's that it's not it can't be passive you know grace. And and mercy, those things are not passive; they're very much active. And so, you you it requires a level of pursuit and chasing. Uh, and and so, I just I wanted to bring that up. That was kind of the most impactful thing for me in in the song. It's a boring song. <laughs> it's it's not you know. I, I talk highly of it because I'm learning this pot. If anything, this podcast has taught me to give credit where credit is due mm-hmm. and not just to shit on songs all the time. Which is Listen, what we wanted we, to do when we started the podcast, but we've we actually... Love, <laughs> and we love to shit on songs, and it, you know, it happens all the time. I think we've loved on praise and worship songs way more than we've shit on them. <laughs> so we got to fix that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it'll happen. Don't worry. I've got a, I've got a list. But, uh, <laughs> and a but very yeah, particular I, set of skills. <laughs> I will find you. But yeah, I... <laughs> I will redock you. <laughs> oh man okay so i have in all caps in all caps in my uh in my notes here i have youtube comments so mm. i have to read some youtube comments now these aren't going to be anything crazy yeah. but i think they are pr- some of these are pretty funny and just interesting from a theological standpoint um huh. so Okay, here we go. We're on YouTube. I just searched, you know, every move I make, David Ruiz. It'll be actually the video that's linked in the show notes. Uh, Hannah DeForest said, I heard this song when I was first saved. I heard it again last week when I was saved again. Love this song so much. (laughs) And someone said, me too, LOL. Good uh, good stuff. Makes me smile. And someone also replied, me too. It's like, wait, y'all all all got re-saved last week? What's going on? Uh, Also, I don't think you can be saved. Yeah. (laughs) That was going to make a terrible joke. Thank you for cutting me off. (laughs) Uh, When I sing this at camp, we sing it two times as fast. Uh, that yeah. was from Mossy Cat, which is absolutely true. Yeah. And then to piggyback on that, there were several comments. Let me scroll here and see if I can find the other one. Someone just said, we sing this song at church. Uh, thank you. Um, oh, yeah. At uh, at times 1.25 speed sounds very well. <laughs> <laughs> sounds very well. Uh, but yeah, that, and I love that feature on YouTube, actually, to be able to speed things up. Not even necessarily for mu- for music, but... 
Uh, and I did actually test it at 1.25 and it does sound a lot better. <laughs> it, sounds, <laughs> it sounds much better. Uh, and then we have uh, Naftali Loco commented, I was raised Christian, but I'm not one. But I heard that as a kid, so that gives me nostalgic vibes. <laughs> and that's our obligatory, uh, I'm an atheist, but <laughs> <laughs> like you don't have to announce that, bro. But anyway, those are those are some of the comments. Oh, someone did comment, Andrew Hagadon, Hagadon. Hagadoni, I don't know, commented, this is not the song I grew up with. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> oh, man. And then someone else also commented, lame. So <laughs> I think it's more just the version of the song and they don't realize like, well, I mean, it is the original. You cannot like the original. That's fine. Yep. That's all I got, man. What you, you got anything else? Uh, no, no. I think we covered everything with that that I had. Yeah, you can go line by line in that song and and pick everything apart because it's only a few yeah. a few lines. So. All right, neighbors. Well, we are going to take a quick break, and when we get back, CJ has a game for me. So we will meet yep. you back here in just a few. Welcome back, neighbors. I have a game for Luke. We've never played this particular game before on the podcast. We've definitely played it uh, together, not on the podcast, but <laughs> okay. we'll see how this goes. It might become a, a regular. I I don't really know how it would work. We would have to do it with more than just Christian artists. We'd have to go over to secular artists, but I want to know your answer to this and your reasoning behind this question fuck mary kill oh god have we played this oh we have played this before with a very with one set of three i think i don't know if we've ever done it it with every oh my god all right here's your here are your options for fuck mary kill david crowder cademan's call enter the worship circle oh fuck you (laughs) (sighs) Oh, this is this is okay. I guess it's not that hard of a decision because I already have my answer, and I and I hate that I have to say it. Uh, I would kill Cademan's call. I would fuck David Crowder every night, and I would marry another worship circle. <laughs> That's actually exactly what I thought you would say. <laughs> but I would I would kill Cademan's call in tears. Like I would. I wish I didn't have to do this, CJ Baby. I'm sorry, Derek. <laughs> you got any more? Or was that it? That was it. I oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what are three? Who are three worship bands or artists that that I could try to mess with Luke with? And I like I think one of them that I initially came up with was Third Day, but I was like, that eh, it might nah, be kind of easy to, to. I would kill Third Day. <laughs> Come at me, with, Mac Powell. Yeah. Luke, it's your week to bring the secular song. I think everybody already knows what the song is going to be, I hope. But uh, what you bring? 
I brought I'll Be Watching You by The Police. <laughs> Surprise. Okay. I knew it was right. coming, but it's I'm still a little disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh just don't like this song. Oh <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh all right. Well we're gonna listen to <laughs> the police. I'll be watching you and we'll meet you back here in just a few. Alright, neighbors, we just listened to a song that you've already heard a thousand times in your life. Uh, CJ, what did you think? <laughs> oh, and I really did want to correct, it is Every Breath You Take, it's not I'll Be Watching You, <laughs> which, uh, yeah, why isn't it I'll Be Watching You? Like, everyone knows it as I'll Be Watching You, but anyway. <laughs> I, it's it's funny that, and obviously we did the, the two songs on purpose because they're so similar lyrically, but man, that the first couple verses, you're like, oh, wow, this is exactly <laughs> like the, the the Christian song. But the difference here is that uh, it's definitely an active, you know, <laughs> he's, oh yeah, he's, uh, he's participating into, in some activities, you know, and, you know, I just want to say, um, don't play this at your wedding, please. Just don't. Just don't. I don't. I, I, I think if you walk away from it's a one sided codependency. So yeah, definitely the don't only, do that. If this is the only thing you get from this episode, just don't play this, or this song podcast. Anyway. Yeah, this this podcast in general. Just don't play "Every Breath You Take" by the Police at your wedding. Just don't. But yeah, it's it's uh it's creepy, man. It's it's a creepy yeah. song, and it and it's I cannot believe a yeah. lot of anger uh, there and kind of um, malicious kind of intent. It just uh, come, it, it, which is a shame that, like I was saying when we had the recording pause, like the melody is just absolutely beautiful. It, it's such a gorgeous mm -hmm. song. It's just ugh. Yeah, I actually saw a video whenever I was looking into this song. I saw a video of a guy doing like a breakdown of that guitar riff and how most people play it incorrectly. And apparently there's some sort of an effect to harmonize the guitar with itself. Like it's, it's playing. Uh, that's why it kind of has that kind of layered sound to it. Even though it's one guy playing guitar, it's like some sort of harmony effect, um, yeah. which I thought was kind of cool. And then just watching his fingers go, go up and down on the, on the fretboard was really satisfying. The way the pattern on the fretboard was, was really cool. And it sounds great, you know, so, yeah. uh, but the lyrics are really bad, like not necessarily bad, bad as far as content, not how it's written, although it's pretty repetitive. So I guess the, it's not really written that well either. Apparently Sting, known tantric sexual sexualist, um, <laughs> said that he had this, this like one line stuck in his head. I don't remember which line it was. I don't even know if the article mentioned it. But he had a line from the song stuck in his head while he was in the police writing songs. And he eventually woke up or he, he just sat down one time and wrote the song in like half an hour. And it shows. But yeah, I think I think I thought that was interesting. So it was almost like um, what's it? What's a what's the flow of consciousness kind of writing? What's that called? Like free form. Free. Yeah. Uh, free. Free. Yeah, there's a word. There's a specific phrase for it. But everyone, I think, knows what I'm talking about. Where you just start writing the first, or yeah, writing the what comes in your head, even if you start with I don't know what to write, and you just keep writing and you don't stop. Uh, word association almost, um, yeah. but 
it's it's interesting that he wrote it in half an hour and didn't realize that it was like a stalkery kind of song until much later when someone pointed it out to him. Hmm. Um, again, this was one article that I read. I don't know how much of that is true. And it also could just be like, oh, yeah, I didn't know it was a stalkery song. I didn't mean that. That's not why, <laughs> you know, like backpedaling. Yeah. Um, because it is so clearly a stalky song. And the way people talk about the song as just being like a classic and, you know, one of the, the, the best songs of the 80s or whatever. It's like, do you, are you, okay, clearly I'm not the only one that's not listening to lyrics whenever I listen to music because yeah. it mm. is, it is crazy. Like it, literally the guy that's writing the song, the guy that the, the protagonist is crazy. Yeah. Um, you want to get into some of the lyrics a little bit? <laughs> uh. Yeah, I guess. Did, did I you... did not realize oh, go every bond every bond you break. What the fuck? Like he's deep in your personal life. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. he knows what bonds you're breaking. I'm guessing uh, unless, this is unless an they're this is not like she. I was gonna say she's not a uh, working the underground railroad. This is not written back in the late in the 1800s. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that was a weird line. I did not realize that line was in the song until today. I knew I knew most of the other ones, but yeah, bo- every bond you break, it's a little odd. The, I, did you read anything with the lyr- like lyric lyrical background about like Big Brother and? Oh, so I did see that mentioned. So, because uh, maybe that oh it it really yeah, comes off that... as like like you know a surveillance state you know kind of thing huh. Uh, and, and I don't know if that's, I don't think that's what Sting was going for here, but, but, I've, but at the same time, like, look, it was, no, I th- it was in I the think early that's what 80s, the article. So, yeah. I um, think that's what the article meant. The article writer mentioned was that he thought it was about that. And then Sting straight up said, Oh no, I just wrote it in half an hour. Didn't think about it. And everyone started telling me that it sounds like a stalker wrote it. Um, <laughs> so that that is that makes it a much better song you know the this pretty melody over or under the the tone of maybe maybe that is uh, a, a much better interpretation because it is just the the music distracts you from what's really going on yeah i mean and that's the thing i think that's why everyone has if they're not really thinking about the the lyrics they're they're hearing the melody they're hearing the chord progression it's sweet but it also has uh, the minor tones in there. I, I think it's something along. I think it's something along. It's a it's a harmony progression, like a one six four five kind of thing, which is very common in pop music. But because it's the minor sixth, it's that you you get that minor in the second position. It darkens up really fast, but then brightens uh, for mm. for another three chord progression after that. So it's it kind of pushes and pulls a little bit on your heartstrings because it gets sad really fast but then it brightens up for an extended period of time rather than yeah you know having two major chords and one minor and then two more majors after that or three more i guess technically this one is just like major minor and then major major and then back to the uh to the root note in the first position but uh, a common chord progression through yeah. pop music for sure, but just it, because it's so effective, because it it gives you this sense of longing and hurt, but then lifts you up, and then as you get comfortable in that lifted, elevated state, it brings you back down again. So, 
it's i think maybe that's why people forget what the lyrics are actually about because yeah it's it's manipulating you musically a little bit yeah and the lyrics are about a guy that seems to pro- you know most likely be being manipulated or manipulating someone so oh yeah uh, coercion and control yeah i mean yeah i was but before we got into the uh the big brother you know surveillance thing i was gonna say i can't believe this song hasn't been canceled yet but yeah it is interesting because sting is the, the the police they were british right yeah I wonder when, like, the CCTV became a thing over there where, like, there's cameras everywhere and the government can see everything all across the country. Um, That would be interesting if it was being talked about around the time that this song was written. Because then that would be more, you know, evidence to say that it was about that and not a stalker. But just something that popped in my head when we started talking about that. But the, the, the Big Brother thing kind of breaks down whenever I get to the line, how my poor heart aches with every step you take. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could be like, I'm like, you, but like, can't you see you belong to me? But trying to, you're, you're trying to fool yourself into thinking that you, you don't need me. And if you want to, you flip that onto its head and talk about it from the big brother surveillance kind of perspective, it would be kind of like, uh, you're walking toward the camera and then you're walking past the camera. I don't know. It's just giving giving the the surveillance the cctv uh network almost like giving it feelings you know turning something that's yeah maybe just like because you're doing anything i don't like that because you could be plotting against me <laughs> yeah so, yeah. You could, uh, yeah you're doing you're doing things without without my help you know i'm watching yeah you. Or without or without my permission yeah yeah without without my uh explicit i'm so, i'm sorry Brittany. without without my permissal I feel like I'm doing this podcast for her sometimes. Permissible. Yeah. That's, she refuses to say it the correct way. No, it's not, Birdie. It's not the correct way. <laughs> so, yeah, like the third verse there, every, every move you make, every vow you break, like he's angry uh, did he get a did, did he go through a breakup or a divorce or something around this yeah, time? and every value break and every smile you fake every claim you stake this person is deep into this other person's life yeah yeah i mean it so builds like, you know it, it just every line builds and, and it becomes even more and more coercive and creepy and stalkery for sure but but he has and and look i'm not i'm not disputing the fact the claim that he says he woke up and one morning and and just wrote it in 30 minutes and really didn't think about it uh, because songwriters do that but clearly something was going on for you to do that like you don't necessarily it, it's doesn't necessarily have to be this big i just broke up with my long-term partner and i'm gonna write sit down and write a song about always controlling her you know it's it's not something that you necessarily have to think about. You know, someone can ask you, what does this song mean? And I, I would just say, sometimes I don't have a an explanation. And I'll say, I, I don't really know what it means. I just wrote it. And what does it mean to you? Okay, <laughs> You know, I, I think people want to know history and background with stuff. But sometimes it's just whatever was happening at the moment. But I, I don't think that Sting can can distance himself from the fact that 
there's some underlying shit going on here. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, if that if that's your flow of consciousness, then what's going on? Yeah, something. Like, if you had this one, on. you had this one line stuck in your head, and then wrote this. Okay. <laughs> and again, the, the 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 Big Brother surveillance kind of breaks down again with uh, since you've been gone, I've been lost without a trace. Um, I dream at night. I can only see your face. I look around, but it's you I can't replace. That's not really the attitude of the government. Everyone's replaceable. That's true. I feel so cold and I long for your embrace. Like that, that works, but stuff around it doesn't. So, yeah, people who are trying to argue that this is about surveillance in the government, I, I, I don't buy it because there's lines in here that just don't work if, in that interpretation. But it's, it's, you know, it's fun to talk about the different interpretations. Uh, yeah, man. And then, like I said, while we were listening to it, the, uh, the song is pretty much over halfway through and then just repeats everything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So uh, again, a lot like the first song (laughs) where it just, it can just repeat ad nauseum. Yeah. I do like the, uh, the chord progression in the, in the chorus is good because it, it brightens up. There's no, there's no minor in the chorus, which is kind of jarring. But it works just because it goes from that, you know, that A flat into that D flat C sharp uh, uh, thing, C sharp, C sharp or D flat, and it's the the A flat. You got the uh, the B flat seven. There's a there's a little bit of movement there, a little bit of walk up. The seventh chord is fun, but it's, another walk up. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it walks up from from A flat to to B to B flat, so it's not like uh, a huge, you know, it's not doing, it's not going all over the place. But I I do appreciate the music, the music and the melody. I just, I ugh, it, it's gross, and you know, I thought we would be saying it's gross about the praise and worship song, you know, and yeah. it's. <laughs> We it's flipped just, it. it's yeah, it flipped it on its head. It's really funny how, and and I mean, I knew we were going to be talking about how this is uh, creepy and and gross as yeah. well. But I, I thought that we would maybe maybe have more thoughts on every move I make. Uh, now this is, <laughs> which it, that is an interesting contrast. Now that I think about just just look at the song titles. Every move I make, every breath you take. So in yeah. the the Christian song there, the praise and worship song, there's there's a sense of agency, even though it yeah. is it is tying it back to I make it in you, I breathe in you, I uh, I you are you're my way kind of thing. But you're still the one doing this thing, and instead here with the with the police, it's I'm I'm just an observer. I'm watching yeah. everything. The other person is doing do. all the actions and it's about how it's affecting the the singer, the, the yeah. writer. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking you could almost write the every move I make song with the lyrics from this song. <laughs> Every uh, move I make. No, I mean like take take you just only <laughs> using the words from the police song, you could almost write the entirety of the other song. There's only a few words missing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to go through here and see if I can figure it out. Because I don't, I don't wave, grace, mercy; those aren't in here, but a lot of the other ones are. Yeah. Anyway, that was just a 
thought that popped in my head. I don't really have anything else to say about this song. I didn't think that there would be a whole lot of legs to this one. It was just a fun idea to play off the other two songs. Yeah, and th- this is one of the. It's one of those things where uh, you know the. I, I want to do this more often because I was thinking it- it's not going to be like super easy to find songs that like a-, a Christian song and a secular song that have the exact same song title but we can get close and then if you go general enough on the praise and worship side like if you have a song that's called like uh high or exalted something like that freedom right there's well we can do a george michael song yeah but yeah the, the, there, or there any be some, most country songs um oh yeah nowadays <laughs> for sure just uh, uh toby, every toby keith song but the we I would like to do this more, and we actually had this idea f- before we even started the podcast because there was a you had talked about oh man I was going to do this was, song called uh, Me and uh, God Me and God and I went oh the Avett Brothers song and you were like no no it's a it's a, like a Christian country song or something and I was like what and so the, it was right from the get go we were we were like. You know that would be something fun to do, and that that might be one that we do down the road. That that particular uh, me and God. Yeah, we need to parallel. We need to get to that one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess that'll be the first Avet Brothers song we have on the podcast. I would definitely put a, a different Avet Brothers song to choose for my first one, but uh, it would still be a, a fun one to do. Wait, when's the uh, when's the anniversary? It's got to be coming up soon. Oh. I'll have we to could. look. I'll have to look it up because I, when I re-uploaded all the episodes, the first of the year. Oh, it, you're it, right. It changed the date, but I wrote. I wrote the date down. It's like, it's like June. It's one of the first weeks in June, I think, like maybe uh, mid June or something. I wrote it down. There's a but yeah. Uh, there's a um, method was, to the madness. I was thinking we could do something here. like that with the. Uh, this is uh, housekeeping. Sorry, guys. We might cut this out. But yeah, I was thinking we could do something special for like that for the anniversary, but it's kind of close to this one. Maybe we could do it for the birthday episode. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely could. But yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about this song that we haven't already said. You got uh So I don't want to I don't want to drag it out for our listeners. Oh, I, thank you. Yes, <laughs> I did find some. Uh <laughs> the first one that I thought was kind of funny was uh some I, I didn't get the name, but someone said, "This is my mom when I go out." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, again, equally unhealthy. I would. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, this one is kind of the person that we were talking about during the episode. Uh, Golden Rock said, "More uh, m- bad grammar." Starting off, more forty years have passed. A message to the future generations. Don't let this beautiful masterpiece die. (laughs) Wow. Okay. A little heavy handed there. So here is Sin Sam. Tango ciento veintidós años y está siempre ha sido mi canción favorita. A los jóvenes de hoy solo les quiero decir una cosa. Respiren aire. Now... I got I got a good bit of that, but can I can I translate it? No, you could try. Oh, okay. Uh, tango, <laughs> I have <laughs> Tang, Tango, one hundred and twenty-two años. Uh, yeah, yeah, Santo. <laughs> yeah, I, that was like a hundred and one. So, 
So I am 122 years old. That's what TNA number Anios means. I have this many years. Yeah. You're not 122 on YouTube. Uh, (laughs) You're like my my aunt that gets hacked every two weeks and sends me another friend request. (laughs) So I don't know how someone's 122 years old, but... uh, Yeah, God said he wasn't going to let anyone live past 120, so I mean... But basically, the the first part uh, says, this has always been my favorite song. Mm. Uh, and then, Alice Hovindus, the young ones, they oi, the young ones of today only talk about one thing. And <laughs> respirin in aire, I would imagine, means breathing air. Is that? Is that? <laughs> the kids today only talk about one thing, breathing. <laughs> Now, my yeah, translation may be wrong, but I thought it would be more fun to. <laughs> <laughs> Industrial Revolution, ever heard of it? Uh, but yeah, my translation could be wrong, and there could be, you know, slang or colloquialisms that I'm not getting, but I thought it'd be more fun to translate it live than uh, to try to, to actually look it up. Because, yeah, we're only thinking about one thing, CJ breathing. Uh, <laughs> this one's kind of weird uh, my dad loved this song uh, and every time I hear it I think of him R.I.P. oh god well you know I think I think uh, kind of uh, the the uh, resurgence of this song happened and I'd have to look up when uh, when this song came out give me just a sec actually oh <laughs> yeah yeah uh, uh, yeah so so I think the resurgence of this song uh, every breath you take happened when you know Puff Daddy, Faith Evans. Yeah. They they did the "I'll Be Missing You" the the tribute to Notorious B.I.G., which uses this uh, the same riff and same melody, but it changes the lyrics to make it actually a nice, pleasant song. Right? It, it's talking yeah. about a Biggie looking down on his loved ones from heaven and saying, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm still with you. And, uh, and then they're, they're saying, you know, I'll be, I'll be missing you. I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you soon. See you on the other side kind of thing. But this is not that song. (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, fun, fun story from Luke's childhood. Uh, I was sitting in the front seat when my mom was driving and my brother was in the back seat. I called shotgun suck it. Uh, and she was like the the Puff Daddy song came on and she was like dancing and snapping and moving her arms and in, in the car, and I was like, "Mom, this is a song about somebody who died. Like, don't dance to this." And she was like, "Uh," she got mad at me. She was like, "This was about uh, this was a, a a remake of a song that that I grew up with or whatever." And mom, if you're listening, stop. You said you wouldn't. Uh, but yeah, and then finding out what the song's really about, it's like, yeah, you really don't want to be dancing and partying. To the song, but uh, that yeah, that's I have a childhood story connection to this song, and that's funny. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Mort two years ago wrote, "Imagine you write a song about a stalker and people start dedicating it to their partners." <laughs> uh, the last one, is <laughs> imagine cheating on your musician boyfriend, and the next day he comes out with this. <laughs> 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 oh, somebody else said uh, a, f- a message to future generations. Don't let this masterpiece song die. What the fuck? 
Yeah, I uh, I was scrolling through the the genius uh, comments, and well, let me let me my find my it. FBA agent be like, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, uh, Olivia Conic on Genius.com said, I used to think this was a sweet love song, but after years of being in a relationship with a controlling, volatile, abusive man, I cringe at the lyrics. And that that's mm-hmm. really what it's all about. It's like, you know, I, I don't have any experience or background with this kind of mentality. But, you know, for the people who have been in those coercive controlling possessive relationships or, I mean, yeah or had a stalker and then let's just call it abusive relationships yeah i mean it, it's it, yeah like you said a stalker even it could be someone they don't even know and is someone that's just you know obsessed with them it, that's that's <laughs> terrifying man that's like and and i i you know look i'm not trying to cancel this song i cancel culture is a whole other topic but uh it, it's it's just I don't know. Yeah, and it's just like you could be, you know, at a seven eleven and like have a full on panic attack, you know? <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg's theme. I'm sorry, I'm still reading YouTube comments. <laughs> uh you got anything else, CJ? I think we're we're dragging this segment on a little too long. Uh no, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> All Someone. right, we're who is we're that? Gonna... CCO of the diminished Bell telephone system. <laughs> That's this person's username. <laughs> Says, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, Father, Son, Yahweh, Amen. I don't, I don't understand. But that, on the that's police song, <laughs> yeah, on Genius, on the comments on Genius dot com. I have no idea. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's let's stop talking about this stupid fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> you said you didn't like it before we started listening to it. <laughs> and yeah, I agree. Y'all follow us on social media. All of our links to the socials are in the comment or in the comments in the show notes. We've been reading comments too long already. Uh, you can check the show notes for all those links. Also check out our Spotify playlist that has all the songs that we do every week on there. So it's quite an interesting mix of songs you yeah, can also fuck send up your algorithm some... yeah 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 if you, you might want to just log in as guest uh when you're listening <laughs> to that playlist but uh it, send us an email our email is also in the show notes we'd love to hear from y'all however you decide you want to reach out to us and uh until next week y'all have a good one always remember to love your neighbor as yourself and don't stalk them <laughs> bye guys Bye.